Pratt may be a small town in south-central Kansas, but it's home in a rich town filled with amazing people. Join fourth generation and lifelong Pratt resident Cody Eastis as he provides our community with a podcast that is solely dedicated to our news, our events, and our residents. This is a town called Pratt. This episode of The Coach's Show is brought to you by Form Joint and Muscle Specialists. Having worked with everyone from professional athletes to weekend warriors, Dr. Michael Ray truly understands the impact of painful injuries and the importance of recovering in a timely manner. If you're in need of chiropractic care, let Dr. Ray be your first choice. A proud Pratt High Greenback graduate of the class of 2001, Dr. Michael Ray is located in Andover, Kansas. All right, welcome to the week four of the Coaches Show. As always, I'll thank head coach Brent Holting here for sitting down with me. And this week, we're also sitting down with uh, his defensive coordinator, A.J. Brown. Thanks for coming in, guys. Yeah, for having yeah. us. Thanks yeah, having us. so uh, big win last week over Heston, 35-7. 36. 36? 36-7. We're starting off on the wrong foot here. 36. 36-7. I don't want to take away that extra point right. from you. We go for two. That's right. Uh, yeah, so it moves us to 3-0. and Facing a 2-1 and Lauren this week at home at Zerger. Always good to be back at Zerger after a two-week yeah. break. Um, what did last week, what did that kind of tell us? You know, we talked last week kind of if we got the win over Heston where, you know, that might be a good gauge. And you didn't want to look much past that uh, with your one-week-at-a-time mentality. But now that we do have that win, what, uh, you know, where, where do you think that puts us? Or how, how, do you, how do you gauge the season so far being 3-0? and You know, obviously 3-0 and is better than, better than any alternative. Um, I think we found out some things we could work on. Uh, Heston did some things, I think especially defensively, that, that were different for our kids. They stemmed a lot. They moved. They slanted. Um, you know, did some switch blitzes and stuff like that, which was good was good for us to see. Um, and then I thought uh, defensively, I really think we're coming along. I thought our defensive backs played a, just an absolutely fantastic game. Um, I thought we were able to get some pressure and, and, and tackle in open space with their athleticism, uh, which was scary. You know, we talked about that before the game last week. But um, I, I think we're making strides. I think we're getting better every week. Um, we, we know the toughest part of our schedule is still coming up. But uh, I'm pleased with where we're at right now. Yeah, you know, and speaking on the defense and that passing game, getting to you, AJ, being the defensive coordinator, back up a little bit. And so your history kind of with Pratt, you've been here six years. Yes, sir. Um, came on staff with Coach Holting once he took over. You were at the middle school level before that, and now you're, now you're varsity level. Yeah, uh, I started out as the assistant coach six years ago, two years on uh, middle school assistant, and then took over. Uh, the head coach job for middle school and that was your first year here and then within or last year when coach Hendricks moved out um, to take a job in Pleasanton I stepped up and been learning a lot every year what's that tra- what was that transition like going from middle school to varsity film has been crazy different I spent so much more time just prepping and there's a whole new side of football that I thought I knew but just talking to Holting uh, he's helped me learn a ton about the game and really start to understand what we're trying to do and get our kids in good positions. Yeah. Speaking on that defensive front, you know, and, and it kind of probably came into play last week against Heston. We, you don't usually face a lot of great passing offenses in high school. You know, we got one coming up against Cheney in a couple of weeks. Heston was one we were worried about, you know, how, how would our secondary and our corners respond to a, what was we thought, you know, their quarterback was out. So maybe it was a little bit off, but as a D coordinator, um, how do you, how do you put together a scout team? to resemble that in practice. So the first team D can 
can go, you know, can get prepared. My, my arm is sore. Is, is it a lot of coaches on staff saying, all right, I'm going to run quarterback because all our, all our athletes are on first team D. Yeah. So coach Holting stepped up and yeah. he's been picking us apart of every Tuesday and Wednesday as we're going through it. And it's definitely, it's helped us uh, understand where our weak spots are. And I think our kids are really responding to it. And then just as many reps as we yeah. can get, you know, it's, Completely different than what we've done scout team when we go against yeah. our team. And yeah, um, I, I think reps, any, anytime you can do as many reps as possible. You know, we split field last week. We did yesterday. Today we didn't as much. We wanted to go whole field, but we were throwing two balls at once. Um, I think the more they can see route combinations, the better. And, and you know, we try to distill, you know, when we sit down, what, what are their route combinations they really like? What are their go-to? What are the ones that really scare us? And hit them over and over and over so kids get a sense. And, and, you know, we heard our kids. I felt pretty good last week. I feel pretty good this week right now recognizing certain formations. Like, hey, watch this. Watch the wheel ride out of this. Watch this because, you know, and that comes with film study too. Uh, I, I think the more they can recognize that, they, they can make play with their, their mind before they have to with their feet and their, their hands. And I thought our kids did a good job of that last week. You know, you know, Dalton Weber had a huge game. You know, I thought Johnny Jair played really well. Um, Carson obviously stepped back to safety, played really well, but those guys, they were in position, you know, that's the first step. And then, and then I thought technique, they did a really good job of punching the ball out, grabbing elbows. We talked about, cause you're not going to high point with those six, five receivers. Right. When we're five, seven. <laughs> right. Uh, so I thought they did a really good job of battling, getting their arm in between, you know, um, you know, Bill had a picture last week. It was awesome of, of Dalton Weber. Um, you know, the shilling kid had a, had a catch and was trying to bring it in and Dalton's arms right between, um, his was that in the end the zone? Ball. Was yeah. that the end zone play? Yeah, yeah zone we were up in the booth, and, and we were through. like, how did he not come down with that ball? Because yeah. he was he, a foot over Dalton. Right. Yeah. When he tried, well, Dalton's arm was in when he tried to pull it in, and he just ripped. Yeah. And, and that's what we told him to do. Because we're like, you're not going to high point and knock, knock the ball away. You've got to get a, get an elbow, grab an elbow, grab a hand, yank it away, and make the catch a lot tougher because – you know, you're not going to compete with 6'5". Right. So I thought our kids did a really good job. You know, uh, Coach awesome. Brown, Coach Eisenhower, they, they repped that a lot. Um, and, and I was really proud of how they responded, especially because I don't care who we face all year, we're not going to face a, a harder group of receivers to cover than those guys because they're fast, they're tall, they go up and get the ball. So, so I thought our kids did well. How soon into that evening did you guys find out that their starting quarterback was going to be out? Game time. Game time, yeah, yeah. We got there in the booth, and all of a sudden the announcer was saying, hey, scratch your depth chart there, he's out. I thought – so how do you adjust to that, or do you at all? You just say, you know what, we're going to go with what we've been practicing. And I don't think their their plan changed a bunch. You know, the the Proctor kid that started for him had started for him in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd started for him in the past, and I think now I will say that the Frowles kid can really throw the ball. He's really accurate once he got his feet set. Yeah, but um, I don't know if Proctor wasn't a better matchup for us because he's a lot more mobile. And he could move a little bit and make plays and run around. And I thought that probably served them well because we collapsed the pocket quite a bit. And, and that was one thing in tape the Frowls kid hadn't been real comfortable with um, was clap, collapsed pockets because when he stood back there, he was really accurate. But when when the pocket got collapsed against Hillsborough, he threw a couple interceptions. And so that's what we were trying to do, and I thought we did a good job of that. But the Proctor kid, you know, he was pretty mobile and ran around a little bit, which was good for us, good test for us, especially with, you know, Lawrence quarterback coming up this week and and, and obviously with the Voth kid from Cheney, who's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know, it's good for us to see. Yeah, speaking on that offensive side of things there, it looked like we were just shy of 300 yards last week, 299 is what I saw. Uh, but 92 of those through the air, two touchdowns. Um, was it two touchdowns or one? Either one, way, one. One, one touchdown through the air. It was fun to see the the air attack, you know, which we haven't seen yet yeah. from the Pratt offense kind of come out and come alive and, 
and they and they looked really well throwing the ball. Carson threw the ball well. Yeah, Cush uh, was four and, five. Max was two at two. Yeah, um, you know Carson keeps trying to tell me this week he was five for five because no ball hit the ground. But I said, <laughs> no, inter- interceptions don't count, Carson. Uh, uh, but no, he and and even that throw, Carson had the right thought process. You know, we just didn't read the progression correctly. You know, he had the wheel was open about fifteen yards, and even even if he didn't throw to the wheel that was open, if we could have just cleared it a little more, he just got a little impatient. You know, and, and didn't wait for the route to clear across formation. Um, but I thought he threw the ball exceptionally well. You know, he, he made a great throw at the end of the half. Uh, really incredible throw. People don't realize, like, the one where he was rolling left hard and came back across his body to Grant Uni. That is a really hard yeah, throw. Yeah, I think make. in the booth, I was like, that looks like a Mahomes throw yeah, right there. He's been a, watching Mahomes, you know, the roll left, yeah, throw across the body, and he executed it great. Really hard throw. And then I thought Max did a good job on those colds, someone coming in his face, which we know is going to happen on that play action because they're going to bite up to just dump it over. And we always tell him, get these yards, let your running backs do the work. You know, he dumped it to Trevor, he dumped it to Carson once, and, and they were able to go do work. And I think we even had another couple of big passing plays called back. Yeah. For for really nothing on the passing play. Yeah. Lyman walked downfield a little extra. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we know we can do that. We're comfortable with it. Um, I, I thought probably I could have called a few more the other night, but I thought we were in control, especially the second half. You know, first half they did some things that made it tough on us. Um, and then second half, I thought we really warmed down with our physicality and we were chunking them pretty good. And then obviously we pulled off a little early. Yeah. Um, you know, it was running clock in the third quarter, you know, we started subbing, subbing down, um, which always hurts your yardage total yeah. overall, which is okay. It's great. Our younger kids got experience. We want to keep our older kids healthy. Um, so I thought that was a good thing. Um, but yeah, I, I was proud of our passing attack rushing. I, I was proud that, you know, even though we talked about we had some difficulties, we still only punted once the whole game. Yeah. So so you got to be pretty happy about that. Uh, yeah, it looked like it was that uh, attempted fake punt again. That, that was not – that one <laughs> – that one was not uh, – I was not yelling go, go, go from the sideline there. I was yelling no, no, no. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, that was – you know, the snap was a little high, and Luis, Luis thought he saw someone coming, and, and unfortunately those things happened, but uh, – uh, we, we corrected that, and then, like I said, it was it was more methodical in the first half, but they, we were still able to grind out some big drives. Yeah. And, and and that's important. You know, it's not always going to be pretty. It's not always going to be 50-yard runs. Yeah. You have to get those tough yards, and, and I was proud of our kids for doing that. Yeah, you know, as that game came to a close there in the late third, beginning of fourth quarter, we had that 36-0 lead. And as a defensive coordinator, you know, when I played football back in my day, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a, a shutout was here. something was you'd say, hang your hat on, you know. And, you, you know, we, you got you got to – spaghetti dinner with the D coordinator's house. And, you know, and a lot of times it was in that same scenario. The varsity would get pulled out. You know, some of you younger kids, but the varsity's over there on the sideline going, do not give up our shutout. How does that that play out? Was there a lot of that grumbling from the, from the varsity? Oh yeah. yeah. And and from coach Brown. I was going to say, and the coach. Um, Oh man, shut up. I was like, yeah, we'll we'll be okay. We got to get some of these kids in and, and you know, injury. Yeah. That's, it's always tough. I know. and It's it's, it's meaningless. I was trying to save our kids because I've heard about his cooking. So I I don't want to subject (laughs) them. Yeah. Keep them healthy. Spaghetti. Right. Didn't want any food poisoning or something like that. Now speaking like, you know, Old, old traditions or things like that. Do you guys have any? You know, we used to have a, a stick of the week. You know, for the bi- biggest oh, hit. Oh yeah, of the we week. got the hit stick. Or you know, we brought it back. I noticed. You know, the you kids don't have any stickers on the helmet. You know, we used to do the stickers, or we do. We, we don't do the stickers. We do it. We do a uh, few different things. One, I've got three different jerseys, special practice jerseys that that we give out each week. Um, they're you know, one of them's camo. One of them has some lightning bolts. One of them, um, flag. Has a has like a, a green and, and gold American flag. No big uh, Miami kind of. takeaway chain or anything no, like no, that. No, nothing, nothing like that. We have three. One of them goes to our practice player of the week. 
one of them goes to our special teams player of the week, and then and then one of them goes to the game MVP of the week. So we give those three out every week, and then and then we do a stick of the week, a hit stick. Okay, you know, we make the hit stick, mm-hmm. and, and it's actually really awesome now. Uh, Mr. Rector engraves it, um, does the laser printing on it, and it has their name. It says the date, who they played. You know, has the stuff says Greenback Hit Stick of the Week. It's it's pretty cool. That's logo. cool. That's um, cool. And so we give out when that, that's the big one. We give out one of those game. We told them it's it's the it's the best best hit of the game. So so uh, yeah, Trevor. Who, who Trevor I was going to say who've that. been the recipients of that? Car- Carson Haney, if you remember his hit uh, um, on week one on Legend Robinson. You know where, where he he shook Legend up and he laid on the field for a while. Yeah, they get him up. Carson Carson won it for that one. Then week two, Liam Primrose won it because he he absolutely cleaned a kid's clock on a pull. Okay, a pull. Um, flat back to kid and then uh, Trevor Steinmates. I mean, he he really hammered a kid on kickoff the other night. Yeah, so he wanted against Heston's. Nice. That's yeah. always a that's yeah. fun to be watching. You hand that out at film time, or when when yeah. you hand that out, and make the present during yeah. film. Yeah, yep. during film. Oh, that that's cool. That's cool. Um, all right. Well, moving on to Larned this week. I'm gonna have to try to not call him Larnard. Uh, <laughs> that's just old habit. Uh, no. So 80th matchup between Pratt and Larned. We've played every year except two since 1941. It's got to be. Most versus any school. It's right? got to be. I, I haven't double-checked it or had Kelly, my stat guy, double-check it, but it's got to be, you know, that that long. Um, and Pratt's predominantly been on the plus side of, of that. You know, it started off in the early years of that pretty even, but Pratt's, Pratt's pulled away. But still a big matchup. You know, they're 2-1, and one, we're 3-0. and oh. Uh, any big time rivalry like that? Sometimes you throw the records and the stats out sure. the window. What are we looking at going into Larned? Uh, I mean, yeah, offensively or, or defensively, they they're fast. Um, they blitz a lot. Um, they're they're going to run um, a variety of different fronts. So we're going to see a lot of different stuff. You know, and I say that that's what they've done the first two games. Obviously, with our offense, we we really never know. Yeah, and, you know that's why I told our kids we kind of started out slow and we figured it out the other night. That's what's kind of we. You know, even me, we've got to adjust to, hey, what are they giving us? You know, we can come in and say we want to run this, but, but with this offense, it's kind of wherever they load, what are they giving us as an answer? And so we got to figure that out. Sometimes it takes a little bit. So uh, we'll, we'll see what they do there. But they've got some athletes. They're, their two inside linebackers are pretty good. They flow hard. Um, and then offensively, you know, Coach Brown talked about that a little bit more, but they are they're, they're a big play waiting to happen. They've got speed. Um, you know, they can break big plays. They have tons of trick plays. They love trick plays. That's why I was watching some of that huddle footage from their last game, and it was a double reverse flea flicker, yeah. you know, and it's like, what? what is this? It Who's running this screen. in week three? Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. So is, is that yeah, something? Tackle, tackle throwback screen. Yeah. Like yeah. A lot of bubble screens. A lot of, yeah. A lot of, yeah. How, so that big play, how do you simulate that? Or how do you, how do you keep your guys at home to make sure that that, that big play is not given up? Yeah, so we, every day in practice, we throw in two to three trick plays, whether it's something we've seen, something that they might do, and then we just make sure that our kids are adjusted and know their rules. That's been our big thing this year has been, you know, making sure we're aligned right and then know our responsibilities, and our kids have really bought into it, the yeah. simplicity of it. And, and we always tell our kids, you know, something like action away, slow play. You know, if action goes away from you, it's not going to be your play anyway. It goes that sideline. So so then what you got to do until you, until you take a pursuit angle down the field in case they break it or something – is you got to check anyone coming back at you, you know. Make sure before you, before you make a decision to go trail that because let's be honest, that's that's the last option we want is the play to get that far. You trust your teammates to do your job. Make sure nothing's coming back at you. Um, and I think that's how you you know Carson got that interception with that a couple weeks ago against Mission Valley that he returned for the touchdown. Is is you got to make sure even if the action looks like it's going away from you, you got to slow play. See if there's anyone leaking out coming back at you. Um, you know, so we cross check a lot. We'll talk about if the action goes away, we'll cross check. See if any back or, or slot is coming back the other way. 
and, and try to stay home. I just in you know open field tackle. I don't know how many times this year I've called Jair Johnson's name for uh, open field tackles. Like I'm like, he's oh my god, like. Because a lot of times he's out there on an island yep, yep. and the play will come around and it's either him or 15 more yards and he's made the play every time. He no, he's, he's, he's done a great, great. job. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, yeah, he's just he's been great. He's been really working at it this summer too and just his athleticism and his football smarts have gone up through the roof yeah. this year. And, and and we always tell you, like, it doesn't have to look pretty. No. You know, I don't care <laughs> if you're an ankle biter. When you're out there all alone, you just do whatever gets the job done. Yeah. You know, um, and he did a good job with that. Now we've been teasing him this week about – Making two great juke moves and then you know getting caught from behind at the one yard line. He's he's pretty mad about that. He was pretty salty getting caught. He wanted to get in there in the end zone and hopefully we get him in there this week. Yeah, no, he's done a great job. Yes. Well, good, good. Um, trying to think of anything else Larned related. I don't have a whole lot. Um, you know I don't want to get into Cheney Week Five, Not yet. so we won't one even we won't even talk about that. Like you said, one and zero. Uh, but this week does set a set the stage for what could be a big matchup between two four and zero teams going into Week Five. Um, but yeah, like you said, one and zero every week. Um, that's that's probably going to wrap up the Larned talk, and we're going to move on to your favorite segment of the night, which is. Uh, <laughs> How well do you know your greenback? Oh, boy. And there's been a little bit of buzz about this one this week, you know, and I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh. This one was this one was put up to me by your wife. So uh, that, that terrifies me. <laughs> well, it kind of excited me, you know. She, she said, hey, you got you to do something with this. So, oh, so wow. this week's uh, how, do you, how well do you know your greenback? It's a little, little different intro with a little bit of background, uh, and then we're going to shoot okay. the question at you. Okay. Are you ready Here for this? I, I don't know. Here we go. If my wife just decided it. I'm not ready, probably. But well, we're gonna find out. Here we go. It's time for how well do you know your greenbacks? But first, a recap. My daughter Cameron is uh, an eighth grader, and I've got two boys. Oh Cameron's yeah. Grader, and I, I screwed Lincoln that up. Is in his last year of kindergarten. Uh, our son Cannon <laughs> is a kindergartner, and then we've got uh, our son Lincoln who's in preschool. <laughs> I did amend the link. Okay, so this week's trivia question for Coach Holting is, what are the grades of your children? (laughs) I knew she was going to do that. uh, Right after she watched that Sports in Kansas interview, she's like, hey, do you realize that you said Cannon was in kindergarten? I felt awful. Oh, she caught, we were on our way back from Hayes, and Carrie's like, what's Andrea calling me for? And she said, is Cody with you? Yeah, she said, oh, he's got to do something with this. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I did. Cameron is in eighth grade. Cannon is in first grade. And Lincoln is in preschool. There we go. We got it. Two for two on uh, how well do you know your greenbacks? I wish I blame pregnancy brain or something. I just look like I'm pregnant. Yeah. Well, I was going to get you a little, you know, cheat sheet and a card with their pictures. But I I didn't have time. I appreciate that. I was too busy getting other cards. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Cody was getting in a card because he had to pay my son off because he bet my son that he would beat me in cornhole. And and. Did you see the card? I did see the card. I I feel like everybody has by now. I'm sure the entire staff has. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the the thing that led the first staff meeting. Well, I had, uh, so I had a Hunter Teasley started work for me last night and I just got to chatting with him. I said, Hey, you know, how's football going? And yada, yada, yada. And he says, yeah, I've heard coach Holting talk about you you guys' cornhole games. I said, God. What do you just tell everybody about this? <laughs> well, yes. You know, I'm thinking, I mean, hey, I'm this kid's employer. I'm until, trying to come off as and, you know the authority score, figure, and all he's hearing at school is uh, these yeah. late night cornhole matches well, between us. You've got to score more than six points. <laughs> I'd like to say you're lying, but you're not. 
<laughs> but we were the Pratt County champions. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. That. We're going to wrap this up before it gets too far into the, <laughs> into, into the after midnight stories. So, Coach A.J. Brown, Coach Holting, thanks for joining me. Good luck this week, Friday Thank night you. at Zerger. Uh, Austin, the, the voice of the Greenbacks, will be gone this week. So, if, uh, if you're tuning in at 12.9, it'll be myself and Kelly Simon. So, a blast from the past. So, buckle up. It could be a bumpy ride. But, uh, <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Always Thank appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of A Town Called Pride. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with other Prattans you know. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. Thank you, and we'll catch you on the next episode.